This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, your host today, coming at you from the Fargo studios. I'd like to thank Christopher Dodson, Executive Director of the North Dakota Catholic Conference, for being on with us the last half hour. Some very, very insightful information. He was talking about the Dobbs case, and you all probably know that before the Supreme Court, they've had the oral arguments, and we're waiting for their you know, written uh, decisions, uh, probably, most experts think, sometime this summer. And he was talking about what happens if Roe is overturned, and what are the laws like in North Dakota and South Dakota, Minnesota, and especially, he really emphasized, and this is such a good point, that we're still going to have women who are pregnant and are not going to know what do I do. They, they may be wondering, what do I do? And if abortion is illegal, he says we need to have things in place so that we know that we can care for them, we can help them right here before all this happens. And that's his, that's his focus right now. So kudos to you, Christopher, for doing that. Appreciate it. If you're interested, he also does a presentation about all this. Um, that you can contact him at the North Dakota Catholic Conference, and you can talk to him about bringing a presentation to your church or your community. All right. Speaking about adventure, we have Jim Kepke on the line to talk about a great adventure. Jim, welcome to the show. Having me on. Hey, always a pleasure, Jim. Appreciate this. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, Jim? Well, I'm a retired mental health administrator, and uh, I've taught confirmation for about 30 years, and I've tried to be active in the church most of my life. And, you know, I find it very fulfilling to do things for the church. Um, It's it's a really good feeling. I became a runner myself about, oh, 10, 12 years ago, and uh, I run about five marathons a year. Not fast. That's all right. But I, I I do finish them. Uh, and right now I've, I've gotten involved in a, a new project with the Diocese of Duluth. Uh, it's a marathon, half marathon, and 5K that's going to take place this summer, July 30th. Well, that sounds like a, a great event. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll give our listeners details in a little bit. But I'm just interested in your upbringing, so... Um you you started running just a few years ago. You said in in you know in earnest. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I when I was in back in school, which was many years ago, <laughs> I was one of those kids that we you know we had to run, lap around the track, right? Start gym class off. I couldn't do that. Oh. I, I was always in lousy shape. And then about well, ten twelve years ago, I went and watched my kids. I have a daughter and a son, and they both run marathons. And I was watching them and. It just looked like everybody was having so much fun, you know, and the crowd was cheering them on. And although it's, you know, it's a grueling activity to run, run a race, um, everyone was just smiling and having fun. And I thought, you know, maybe I should try this. So, you know, certainly it, it took me a while. I did a lot of training, and it took me a while to get to the point where I couldn't, could run a race. But then it's just like infectious. You just, you know, I put all this work in to get to this point, and you just don't want to stop. So my original plan was, well, I'll do one marathon and that's it. But then I thought, well, you know, I worked so hard to get in shape to run this marathon. I might as well run another one and, you know, another one and another one. So 
right now my target is uh, to do five a year, and uh, it's you know it's it is fun because you meet so many great people when you run. Uh, when I first started, I was told runners are great people. You know, they're a lot of fun and they're just really good, helpful people, and that that's true. One of the the fun things when you run is you run along people that you don't know, you've never met, but they're always open to starting up a conversation and talking about the weather, the race, or, you know, whatever's going on. It's, it's a great way to meet people. And uh, I've also found it's a great way to uh, evangelize. Mm, interesting. Get some conversation. A, a, a couple of things come to mind, Jim, when you're saying that. The first is, you know, you're saying herd runners are, are great people. I, I, now, I'm, I'm not a distance runner myself. I, I, I run short sprints, you know, and, and that's it. That, that, that's the way I am. But I can imagine as you're going there and as you're running, just meeting someone for the first time, you have that common shared experience because, you know, you talked about it, how difficult it was. I, I'm guessing when you first started your training, it's like, can I even make it around the block, right, or down the street? And slowly, Correct. slowly, right, you started to get better and better, you know. And, of course, We'll talk about this a little later, but parallels for the faith life, right? Just, just you know, stand out and hit us, right? But I'm curious because you have that common shared experience with this this runner that you've never met. That must be kind of cool as as you're just kind of getting to know each other. It is, it is, and you know, obviously we both have something in common. And depending on where you are in the race, if you're in the first mile, everyone's pretty optimistic and you're feeling pretty good, and you kind of talk about cheerful things. You get along mile 15, 16, and now everyone kind of goes into the mold where we're trying to support each other. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, you know, you're looking, you're looking pretty good to me. You're looking pretty good to me. Or, you know, you're looking strong. And everyone does that back and forth thing to, to support each other. You know, we, we're all there to race. We're there to run. But we realize what the other people are going through. And uh, it, it's just a, such a great community of, of everyone trying to help each other because we know this is not going to be an easy thing to finish. Exactly. Well, again, parallels to the faith life just just hit me right between the eyes. And, of course, one of the things that comes to mind is uh, the book of Hebrews, right? You know, as yeah. after after Hebrews 11, right, you know, the all the, the greats of the faith, you know, it says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, right, let us persevere in running that race, you know. And, and I think it's so great because every time I think about this, what you were talking about, right, at the beginning, you know, maybe it's like, you know, your teenage, early 20s, you hey, things are pretty cool, no problem. And you start to get more problems through this race of life, right? Boy, you got to support yeah. each other. There's disease, there's difficulty, there's hardship. And these witnesses, getting back to, to Hebrews 11, is just amazing, you know. And then, of course, they encourage us because they have run the race. We have something in common with them as well, right? They have run this race on earth, and they're encouraging us to finish that race strong. That's right. Well, That's I, right. You know, one of my favorite... Go ahead. I was just going to say one of my favorite Bible sayings is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13, yes. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Now, Jim, you mentioned a great way to evangelize. Uh, go ahead and t- tell, tell us a little more about that. Well, there's a couple different things I do. Uh, actually, when you're running a big race with a lot of runners... It's not unusual to see someone with that quote on their T-shirt that mm. I just mentioned from mm-hmm. Philippians, sure. and you can you can run up to them and you'll talk to them, and I, I see that quote on you know t- tell me about your faith life a little bit, and people love to share about their faith life. Um, the other thing when 
you're talking with somebody who does seem to be struggling, and you kind of look for an opening. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you know, how, how are you doing? How are you getting by? And what I say is, you know what I do when I run is I pray. Mm. Have you ever tried praying when you're running? And, you know, and, and I'm telling the truth. Uh, I always bring a, a ring rosary with me when I, I do a marathon. And, well, I can, you know, I can uh, do a couple rosaries easily while, sure. while I'm running. And, and I can share that with people. And I say, you know, I, I, I pray when I run lots of times, and it really helps me get through it. And it's interesting because the people you talk to, they just, it never occurred to them. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, may, maybe they'll, they'll say, well, that, that's good and, and forget about it. But then again, you, you're always trying to plant a little seed there and reach out to people and say, you know, prayer can be part of your everyday life all day, every day, and, you know, it can help you when you're struggling, help you when you're struggling in life, and help you when you're struggling trying to run a marathon. And so there are different ways I've found to to evangelize and do that kind of thing. Absolutely. We're talking with Jim Kepke here about running, also its relationship and many, many parallels to the life of faith. Keep on running the race. Again, if you're interested, read Hebrews 11. talks about all the greats of the faith, and then Hebrews 12 says, boom, Let's, they're, they're cheering for us. They're cheering for us. So, Jim, I, I think that is awesome. You know, the ring rosary, that is so good. I, I appreciate that. I'm interested, Jim, in your training. Now, uh, two things I'm wondering. Do you train by yourself, or are your kids or friends close enough, or do you generally train with someone? And the second question would be, have you ever run any marathons with one or both of your children? Yeah, I usually train by myself, Um I used to train a little bit with my daughter, but she she moved out of state now. So, okay. and I kind of prefer by myself just because, I, like I said, I'm not a very fast runner, mm-hmm. and I always feel like I'm holding people back. Sure. And I have run with groups before, but it just it's better. One of the the wonderful things about running is it gives you time to you know to kind of center yourself and to mm-hmm. think about life and to clear your mind and. It's a beautiful time training is. Now, I have run a, uh, a couple marathons with my daughter, and, you know, she's, she's a very sweet young lady, and uh, I, I know I was, I was holding her back because she's very fast. Mm-hmm. But she especially stayed back and ran one marathon with me. Um, I remember when it was very, very hot, and I was having a real time. I was really struggling. So I really appreciated that. And it's fun because, you know, you think, well, of course, you talk to your kids all the time, but when you're both doing something together, like running a marathon, I mean, you can share all these you know, personal things with each other, and it's just it's a very private time, a very personal time, and it's, it's just a great time to, uh, to run with a family member. And, you know, that, that was a very special time, I thought, too. So, yeah, but as far as training goes, I, I usually train by myself. Okay. No, that's that, that. That's fine. And you know, I I appreciate the fact that you are, you know, aware of others, right? You know, obviously, if if someone's going to train for a marathon, they'll, they'll probably want to go at their pace, you know, their time, their their regimen, yeah. right? And um, yeah. you know, I I think that's great. But I also think what what a great witness your daughter was, right? You know, to 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 share that with with her father, you know, realizing that yeah, okay, you know, I could go faster, but what's important now is I want to do this with you, Dad. You know, and it kind of takes me back to. Think about, you know, the little role reversal, right? I'm sure there were many times in your life when she was younger 
where you could have done things yourself or could have done them faster. And yet, you know, just helping them, right? Being present for them and helping them was important. And so isn't it kind of cool how those roles can reverse and, and you see that love that you showered on your kids coming back to be showered on you? That's a very good point. You know, I had not thought about it, but that's that's absolutely right. Yep, yep. Wow, that's great. We're talking with Jim Kepke here. When we get back after the break, we're going to talk about the adventure in detail. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play. To which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Alexa-enabled devices. How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment here on today's Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser. We're talking with Jim Kepke. Jim is a runner, kind of recent runner, and he loves helping people and helping the church. And so he's talked about his own story, how he came into running and some of the great benefits, both physical and spiritual and familial and relational and evangelical. That's right, evangelizing. All these great things. I love how you've touched on all those different aspects, Jim. I never knew that running could be so good. My wife's a runner. I might have to try to start, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, we'll see about that. (laughs) But Jim, anyway, 
tell, tell us a little bit more now. We'd like to get into the details about this adventure. So tell our, tell our listeners what it is. I think there's many different uh, lengths of the race you can run, if I remember right, and things like that, some details. Yes, well, it's a, a trail race, and it, the course itself winds through the Superior National Forest. And it's, you know, one of the biggest uh, national forests, I think, in, in the Midwest. And it's just, it's just gorgeous. And it'll be in the summer, so, the, you know, the weather, weather will be good. Um, it's an opportunity, really, to do something fun, to get out into nature and enjoy nature. And, again, to, uh, to meet fellow runners, to meet fellow walkers. It's, it's not just a race for people who, uh, who run. You can walk it. You can hike it. And just just enjoy being out in nature and you know being with other people. Uh, it's it's you know the Catholic diocese, but of course it's not just for Catholics. So if uh, you know someone who who might be interested, I would oh sure share this with them. Um, I've been on the course. Well, I grew up here, so I've been on the course in the area around the course my whole life. And uh, I tried to pick a a section of the the woods that everyone would enjoy. It's it's relatively flat, most of it, so it's pretty easy hiking or pretty easy running, um, just a couple small hills. So it should be a lot of fun, and, you know, depending on on things, uh, you might see a lot of animals. We have tons of deer. We have the occasional moose. Um, it, it's just fun to, uh, to get out in the woods and enjoy nature this way. I appreciate that, Jim. And for those that might be listening, I appreciate the fact that you said it's not just, you know, a race. You can walk it. You can do everything. But they don't have to walk the whole marathon, right? There's there's different distances. Is that like 3K, 5K, 10K, half? How, how is it broken down? Right. Well, uh, we have a, a 5K, which is three miles. Mm-hmm. And then we have a half marathon, which is 13 miles. And then we have a full marathon, which is 26 um, typically for races like this, most people actually do the, the 5K mm-hmm. because it's something they, they feel comfortable doing. Now, again, I should say that you don't have to do the entire 5K if you don't think you can do three whole miles. You can do a mile, you know, walk half a mile, turn around and come back. Do whatever you feel capable of doing and do whatever you feel comfortable doing. Perfect. You know, I, I can see some, maybe maybe families thinking this. Uh, how, how would you suggest that people get ready? Because it is winter, you know, so it's we're not going to be able to yeah. run outside all the time. What are some ways that you might encourage people to start preparing for this? Well, I think especially if you're going to do a 5K, you can start training right now. Um, what I do, again, depending on the weather, uh, it is winter after all, is I'll go around the block, and sometimes I'll go around the block a couple times or go around the block you know, maybe take a little different route, try and try just something to get my legs moving. Also do some exercises, just some simple calisthenics that we all did in gym class, you know, back in school. Do some stretches, some squats, just to get your leg muscles um, used to that kind of activity. And that's how I started running marathons in the first place, is just some simple stretches, um, some simple squats, and gradually build up your leg muscles, so you're used to that, so you can handle that. And it's it's surprising, really, if you can spend 10 minutes a day doing some simple calisthenics, um, you'll have a much easier time when the weather starts breaking and spring comes. You'll have a much easier time going out and and going on a nice half-mile walk or a nice mile walk. So true. We're talking with the Jim Kepke about some ideas how we can 
start preparing now. You know, another thing I see, getting, kind of getting back to the story that you and your daughter had, you know, the whole family thing. For instance, at our home, my wife and I have a 40-year-old, and we like to work out as a family, right? We have these seven-minute workouts or, or a video we might put on, and, and he's to the age now where he can kind of help us. And then when we're done, he, he helps me stretch and he pushes on my back. You know, I'm helping you, Daddy, you know. So I think it's a great way relationally, right, to get the family all together right. and doing something together. You know, that's true, and it's one of the, the, the most fun things um, I see in races is when I see families, a mom or dad, running with their kids, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's not unusual. It happens in almost every race, and you see them, and I, I don't know how young is too young, but I typically see people doing 5Ks with kids as young as 5, 6, 7 years old, and I see people doing 5Ks with kids who are 10 and 12, and they can't keep up with their kids. <laughs> it, it's fun. It's You know? It's just a fun family activity. It really is. You know, I was a college coach, a volleyball coach for over 30 years, Jim. And one of the things I love about physical and athletics, it really, you know, traditionally there's the three parts of a person, right? Body, mind, spirit, body, mind, soul, if you will. And when you're exercising, you know, obviously you're doing your body and and your mind and your spirit. You really are doing all three things, you know. And so it's really that, I call it a complete activity. And to be doing something like that with your whole family, boy, that that sounds like a great, great way to go. It is. It is. And, you know, like I said, I've run with both my kids and it's just, it's a bonding thing. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jim, we got a couple minutes left, or let's let our listeners know if they're interested in more information or red. Can, can they register now? By the way, I guess I should ask wh- where can they go for more information about this? Well, absolutely, they can register now. Now, because it is the uh, Duluth Diocese Marathon, you would go to the website for the Diocese of Duluth, which is just dioceseduluth.org. And you go there, and now I do have to tell you, the Registration process is a little clunky because once you go to the org website, you have to click on departments, and then you go to marriage and family. And the registration site is on the marriage and family site. So you have to work a little bit to, to get there to sign up. Um, there's also a link on there to contact me directly if you have any questions about the marathon or any questions about the race. That, that sounds and, Go ahead, Jim. Well, I'm just going to say one other thing is we wanted to make this family-friendly. So the cost of this race is about half of what any other major race is. So it's it's much less expensive. And this is northern Minnesota. There are some motels here. But if someone is trying to, uh, you know, save money, we do offer free camping the night before the race, too. Perfect. That That's great. Good thinking. And I like the fact that you said the course is relatively flat. And now... I live in Fargo, Jim. I'm, a, I'm an ancient dry lake bed, so the only hills we have are manufactured hills. So, no, I, I think that's great. Jim, it sounds like a wonderful opportunity. And I just want to thank you personally. I can tell you have a great heart for the Lord, a great heart for people, and this is a great way that, that we can do this. So, again, if you go to the Diocese of Duluth website, go to Marriage and Family, you can find I'm actually on the, uh, on the registration site right now. If I can find it, you guys can too. So, Jim, I'd like to thank you for everything. And again, Jim, Jim's email is there. So why don't you give your email out, Jim, on the air so they can know it? Sure. It's Jim Kepke. My last name is K-O-E-P-K-E. So it's Jim underscore Kepke at yahoo.com. 
Wonderful. Jim, thanks so much for being with us. We wish you all the best on the Great Adventure event. Thank you so much, Tim. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Jim Kepke. Again, Diocese of Duluth, Marriage and Family. Look for that adventure run. Well, Therese, we didn't blow anything up today, you know, nothing smoking back there, so I guess we did okay, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Only thing smoking is my head between my ears. You don't have to think too much sometimes. (laughs) Well, again, wonderful job of producing, as always. And I would guess that we have more of these coming up. We do. We have another Real Presence Live coming up tomorrow morning from mm-hmm. 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Monsignor Patrick Schumacher will be your host coming to you live from Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck. Bishop David Kagan from the Diocese of Bismarck will be on to talk about a workshop for new priests. Mm. And Steve Ray is back with an introduction to the book of Genesis. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's on Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Very cool. You know, Steve Ray, We, um, my wife and I went on a, one of those pilgrimages with him many mm-hmm. years ago. Several years. Boy, he's done it. He and his wife were, were just spot on. It was awesome. Yeah. Went to the Holy Land. It was it was amazing. So highly recommend that if, okay. uh, if you're ever interested. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, good. All that, I'd like to thank uh, the guests we had today, Jody Clemens and Casey Lloyd. Uh, Deacon Ken Vadova, Christopher Dodson, and Jim Kepke. Thanks again so much. And thanks for all you do to support Real Presence Radio. I was at the Fargo Banquet. We had close to 1,000 people, I believe, there. It was amazing. A great event. And we were talking about how we started 14 years ago. We did music, and there's like three or four tables. It's amazing how God has worked. So praise God for that. So until next time, this is just a gentle but firm reminder to practice your faith every day. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.